0: Hey, it's Justin and Greg. You're listening to Trending in Ten, a Facebook live show that happens daily on, you guessed it, Facebook. We tackle today's trending topics in, a, in about, you know, 10-ish minutes. So if you can't see us, it's because, well, you're listening to Anchor or a podcast or whatever, because we want to be where you are whenever you want us. Yeah, so join us at facebook.com slash Justin and Greg or don't, just listen here. We're happy either way. See you soon. Welcome to Monday's Trending in 10, the show where some of us thinks it's a good idea to match our stupid headbands with uh, our clothes. Two things, it's a ten-inch band and it's Tuesday. On today's show we're talking about Tessa, Virtue, and Scott Moore, Golden once again. KFC runs out of chicken? And Black Panther, the highest grossing movie of all time in February. It's Trending in 10. So do you actually think it's Monday? Yesterday was a holiday, I forgot. Okay. Family day here in Canada. I think it was a, another holiday down in the states, some, something else. but Yeah, well, well we family can. day here in Saskatchewan. I think different provinces have different names for it. And Welcome to Trending 10. My name's Greg, this is Justin. We uh, we talk about the trending topics in about 10 minutes or, or less. Yeah, ish. Really, usually a little bit more, but yeah. I mean, who cares? Your comments are great. In fact, I think we've got a comment of the day from our last show yesterday. No? Oh, is it not there? There you go. Check it out. Jamin Duick says, of all things fake, of all fake things I've seen, that's definitely the fakest. This was a a video Mm -hmm. that we thought was real about a a heist happening in a convenience store. Yeah. And uh, when you blow up on the big screen, you're like, oh, those are actors. Yeah, we figured it out. It was fake, but uh, yeah, it was entertaining. It was why I love the internet. It was fun. (laughs) Matty O'Connell says, you wore that sweater last night, Greg. How would you know you didn't see me, Matty? Maddie? Uh, Maddie's the fashion police for Greg's outfits, and I love it. He also got hurt playing hockey, so he's at home just watching uh, Turning the Ten. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, speaking of things that are fake and horrible, the All-Star game for NBA was on last night? Uh, night. Sunday night. Sunday night, and then Saturday was Skills comp. Yeah. And Fergalicious did the anthem. Check this out if you missed it. It's oh. something. Open your ears. But, but. Eat. Eat. Let's, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's stop that there. It's tough. Now, props to her for getting up there and getting paid. Probably, you know, a <laughs> hundred thousand plus oh, million dollars to go do that. And for giving it your all, but the fans the fans weren't really into it. Yeah, she said that she was trying to do something different and unique and put her own spin on it, and she did put her own spin on it, and, and I think the players found it fairly comedic. Yeah, and it was different and it was unique. Here's the, the live reaction of some of the players of how unique this was. Imagine being these players, trying their best to show some respect <laughs> to the singer. They can't help it. They can't help it, they can't keep it together because it was so awful. Oh man. It was so awful. Even Chance the Rapper's like, you gotta be oh. kidding me. Snoop Dogg, Stone Cold. Yeah, Chris Stone Rock. Cold Steve Austin? Chris Rock can't believe it. He, he's, <laughs> no one's singing along because he can. Anyway, oh, I wanna say this though. This, this is how you win. You yeah. take risks. She took a risk. She actually apologized to the media today. She said, I'm sorry, I, I did my best. I thought about my own spin on it. It didn't work out. I'm sorry. That's what I do. Yeah. And that's why she is where she is because she's taking these risks and they paid off sometimes. Meanwhile, if Mariah goes and bombs it, she's just like, screw you guys. I know I'm amazing. I actually appreciate Fergie going, yeah, I tried it too Mark. So, yeah. good for you. Andrew Russell says, London Bridge has indeed fallen. Yeah, I mean, it's too bad that it was terrible, but what I want to tell us is like, This is how it works. Mm -hmm. If you take a risk and you fail, we as society will make fun of you and that makes you stronger for next time. So get used to it and please do not let our criticism stop you from trying things in the future. Speaking of taking risks, KFC over in the UK took a risk on a new truck vendor or somebody to deliver their stuff and uh, it didn't work out so well. So KFC in the UK ran out of chicken for almost all of their 900 stores across the UK. People were freaking out. They say, we brought a new delivery partner on board, but they had a couple of teething problems getting fresh chicken out to our restaurants. You know, to 900 restaurants, they're saying is pretty complicated. Yeah, so they used to work with a fast food delivery service. That's what they did, and they moved to Germany's DHL to try and make things more efficient. In, in reality, what they're trying to do is save money, and it costs them a PR nightmare. Could you imagine almost 900 stores having to close? Like, would you order at KFC if you can't get the chicken? Macaroni salad. Ugh. I actually I would actually eat their gravy. No, but they, they make the gravy with the chicken. Oh. Well, so you You can get fries, but KFC fries without KFC gravy? That's a waste of everybody's time. I just think it's funny. Imagine being the employee that gets a call from the manager, hey, you don't have to come to work today. I said, like, Well, why? We get no chicken. And it's like, Am I getting paid for this? You no, know, like <laughs> we're all at a chicken. And it's like, you would never be able to tell someone that with a straight face and it'd be serious. But it is. And this is why I hate companies that are always trying to like make Mm -hmm. their bottom line just a little bit better because they switched and it's like, now you cost 900 stores their chicken and the people that want the chicken. And who's paying the price? Us, we can't get Toonie Tuesdays. It actually reminds me of Target in Canada when they launched and there was like Mm -hmm. nothing in the stores and it was all because they tried like some different things and all the merchandise was stuck in the storehouses and they couldn't get into the stores and so we're like, well, Target sucks in Canada. And then of course it leaves. Yeah. You know what doesn't suck in Canada? Our Olympic team. (laughs) <laughs> Golden plan of skating blind pays off for Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore. I don't know where you got that headline from. It's a good one. For hey. what it means. but uh, What it means is we are the world's greatest figure skaters. So last night, ice Tessa dancers. and Scott won the Ice Dance figure skating. They became the most decorated figure skaters of all time. They won gold four years ago. Eight years ago. Eight years ago? Yeah. And then what happened last Olympics? They won silver and silver in the team event. And then oh, yeah. this year they won gold in the team event and gold last night. You got to check this out. You you have to have been following the story. There was a little bit of drama leading up to this though, because they were duking it out with the French. And if you know like French judges in the history with the French and, you know, figure skating, it's like a little bit sketchy. And the French had, I mean, a wardrobe malfunction, which everybody heard about that maybe wasn't great. And then their their performance wasn't, all that good, but they still got a crazy high score. Yeah, it was close. And everyone was talking about how it was, the fix was in. Mm -hmm. They kept it close so that the French could beat the Canadians and then it was all done. And And then the French went before this and they got a world world record record for the highest score. Everybody, everybody's like, this isn't going to happen. Literally, I said, who cares? But then this happened. Brace yourselves. Oh my goodness. Listen to the crowd. Like, I've watched this routine probably four times all the way through. It hasn't even been 12 hours. I've shed tears. I was emotional. This is why I love the Olympics. The spirit and the drive in that performance for them to go out and execute, I just think that's amazing. Yeah, and I love the fact that their all-time highest score was 118. They needed 121. They beat it. They won. All of Canada celebrating. And the Olympics brings us together. Our good friend Ryan Reynolds is out there tweeting, saying, Go Team Canada. Cassie Sharp, she won a uh, golden women's ski halfpipe says making it look easy and then thank you Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore for agreeing to raise my children as your own. Like Ryan's funny, <laughs> yeah. but I also forget that he's Canadian. Yeah. I always forget he's Canadian. So when but... like Canadian celebrities like the Beebs come back and say, like, I love Canada, it's the best. We have great vanilla ice cream, I I get pumped up about something. Uh, like yeah, while well, Beebs is watching the NHL All-Star game, Ryan Reynolds, a real Canadian, watching them throw down like that, yes please. Anyway, we used to suck at the Winter Olympics and now we're one of the best. I think we're in third right now. We're in third and close to second place, which is I heard Amazing. stories that the Americans actually are on route for like their worst Olympic performance in decades. And I'm like, wow. cool. We're taking it from them. Yeah. I like it. Speaking of taking it from them. So Family Day Weekend really was, are you going to see Black Panther, mm-hmm. the new movie, Weekend. Black Panther, the biggest debut in February of all time for movies, beating Deadpool. It was a massive success. And apparently the movie's awesome. Yeah. I mean, my wife left me for the weekend. Not permanently, but left me for the weekend. I had all three kids. I didn't get a chance to see it. I don't know when I will, but it looks amazing. It's on the list. And one of the storylines of this is there's a a black director who is now like the highest grossing, just the highest grossing movie for a black director of all time, beating one of my personal favorites straight out of Compton from last year. Hmm. And it's going to, this is going to smash that record. It was like 250 million. It's going to go over a billion for sure, this movie. And we're kind of talking about, It's great to see other directors, whether it's a a woman director for Wonder Woman or this director for Black Panther, get opportunities because I'm so tired of seeing, you know, Michael Bay get movies and just like, hey, more explosions, more explosions, more cowbell. And now we get good things. And, And why do you think that is? Well, we've been talking about how it seems like there's more movies than ever, but finding quality movies is tough. And is it because... We've seen it all already, like, did special effects ruin movies? I think somewhat, where it's stories became secondary to visual effects and what you could do there. But it's awesome to see a movie that I'm sure has great special effects, but also, like, a deep story that people care about and just something different from a different perspective. Yeah, people refreshing. say we're in the golden age of movies and TV, and I think that makes us smarter as consumers. So You can't just wow yeah. us with special effects and no storyline and that sort of thing. We say, no, we actually want more, and everyone's pointing to this movie for Marvel saying, this is a turning point for your entire franchise because now it's not just about selling the next movie. You've created a thing that is kind of the benchmark moving forward. So, and maybe everyone. Maybe in the, the 90s and 2000s is movie studios could have got a little bit lazy because there was just a few big players and they could do whatever they wanted and they owned the market. To now having Netflix and Amazon and some of these other people pushing people to be better, I think it's good for everybody. It's good for us, that's for sure. Thing of the day, this... This is amazing. Do you wanna lead us through this? Okay, day? so this is, this is a, t- a fake tweet from ClickHole. It says, fighting back, Facebook is mailing air horns to all the users to blow whenever they see fake news. And if you can't see it, it's, a, it's an air horn with a Facebook logo and it's blue. With a response from someone whose, whose name has been crossed out, it says, so who decides if, it's news, is, if news is fake? Zuckenberg? no thanks. I can't tell if something is fake. If I can't tell if something is fake or not, it's my fault for being an idiot. The funny part about this is he's responding and saying, I don't like this idea. If if somebody can't tell if something is fake or not, it's their fault for being an idiot. Meanwhile, he can't tell that the, the tweet it's is fake. fake. It's fake. It's a, it's and a so joke. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's doing this on purpose, but I know he's not. Yeah. Or so, whoever You know, headline readers is kind of the thing that we were talking about before the show about, you know, this generation. It's an epidemic. It's an epidemic. So this morning... We ran into this article that says uh, Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, was in India and he secured all these deals of $1 billion in commercial deals and partnerships, growing India's investment in Canada. I'm like, well, that's great. Yeah, you've got the other, I think the actual headline from CBC here, Canadian and Indian companies ink deals worth $1 billion during Trudeau's trade trip, but that's not really the whole story. Yeah, so when you read that, you think, wow, India's investing a billion dollars in Canada. That's great. Like well done. But then when you actually click on the link and you read the article, you find out actually they're investing $250 million and Canada is investing 750 million in ourselves. Yeah, which is like a completely different story. But in the headline, I mean once you once you get into this, it seems like journalism is still good in long-form articles, but everybody is being pushed to write these headlines to try and get the clicks and try and do that. And we as a society have come together and decided, we're just fine reading the headlines, which often are misleading. Yeah, back in the day, you only had a few headlines because it was in the newspaper, so you could read everything. Now there's a trillion headlines about every single thing I care about. So I see it and go, wow, big trade deal for Canada, we won, and then I go, if I'm politically inclined, which we all know, we're not on this show. And I share it on Facebook and say, ha ha ha, like my side's winning, even though we haven't read the article and everyone has egg on their face. And we were thinking back to like the old days where you sold newspapers. This was this is a real uh, newspaper. It says Titanic disaster, great loss of life. Well, that is a very matter of fact headline. Yeah. And it leads to what is actually happening in the headline. There's no like clickbait there. It's you know it's it's trying to get your attention, but it's getting the attention with the actual facts. Yeah. And in some ways, I think we as society have done this to ourselves because we don't click on normal everyday headlines because everything's been sensationalized, and we have so much information coming at us that you know, we have to work our way through this. And I think uh, it's tough. Yeah. And the onus is on us. Now I know that the newspapers and the media outlets are, they monetize off of the clicks that we have. So we actually have to get smarter and think about, am I going to click on this article? Am I going to click on this article? And if you do, like people did on that CBC article, hold them to task and say, look, guys, this is a misleading headline. You're not doing your job. And hopefully, 15 years down the road, we don't have this problem. Yeah, but we probably will. Microsoft study in the last 15 years, our attention span has dropped from 12 seconds to 8 seconds, and it's getting shorter and shorter and shorter with technology and all these different things. So headline reading's a thing now, and it's I'm kind sorry. of unfortunate. True. But... What were you saying? <laughs> Funny. That's good, eh? Yeah, that's good. Anyway, that's uh, that's almost it for Trending in 10. We're going to leave you with the last video here of a trial sport in the 1988 yeah, Olympics. La- Lasted two years, 88 and 92. This is ski dance.